Welcome to Golf Talk with Tiff. Yes, that's me, Tiff, the lady golf teacher. What I will do here is build belief in you to accomplish your dreams for your golf. I'll be your mentor and give you the skills, strategies and guidance to make it happen. Teed high, let it fly. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey there, this is Golf Talk with Tiff and I'm Tiff, the lady golf teacher. Welcome to today's episode. If you've been listening to these episodes for the last few weeks, we've been working on how and what to focus on over the rest of the year in your golf for improvement, haven't we? We've talked about setting goals, we've talked about identifying areas in your game, We've talked about the skills that you need or or that needs attention. Well, we're going to focus on that some more because I believe it's important that we give it even more clarity. And therefore, that's what we're going to continue to work on. Get more clarity, identify what's holding you back, and then how to strive and thrive in your golf. Normally, I'd talk about this a lot more at the beginning of the year. However, it's just as important to discuss it now. It's just as important to discuss it at any time. Because when we're working on our golf, it's always a work in progress. And you'd probably agree with yeah, Tiff, it sure is a work in progress. And we're always wanting more from our golf, aren't we? We're always wanting to improve. We're always wanting to score better. We're always wanting to perform better in golf. So let's get more into that today. Let's let's work at how we can get more out of our golf, improve, get better and score better. And there are two main areas that we must really focus on if we want to improve in our golf. Now, the first one is the mental. And I believe it's the most neglected area. It's better than now than it's ever been because there's so much research done on how to think, how to feel during our, our golf performance and sport performance, of course. But I believe it's, it's very neglected because people think that they should know how to focus. They, they believe that they should know how to concentrate for long periods of time. They believe that they should know how to handle their nerves, anxiety, even excitement when they're competing in competitions or tournaments or, you know, even just going out for a hit. They believe that they should know how to handle disappointments and this, the list goes on. But again, this is my belief and because I've competed in so many sports over the years and, you know, especially through tennis and golf, I've got a lot of experience in the competition aspect as well and my own experience of alone of what I've gone through with with the, my tennis career and what I've what I've done with golf is that you don't know how to handle nerves or lack of focus or disappointments or even the wins even how to focus or or anything else if you don't know how to do that don't give yourself a hard time about it. And the reason for that is, is the fact is that you don't know how to deal with these situations. It's because you just don't know how to. And that's okay. And the reason that you don't know how to deal with all these things yet get thrown at you 
is because it's a skill. You know, it's a skill on how to learn how to focus. It's a skill on how to handle disappointments. It's a skill on how to deal with your nerves. It's a learned skill. And just like all the other skills in what you learn, the physical skills in golf, you know, chipping, putting, pitching, full swing, bunkers, anything like that, hitting ball from under a tree, right? It's all about the skills. But the mental skills are even more important because it will be how you approach it mentally that will give you the results that you want. And it also, how you approach it mentally will also give you the results that you don't want. And here's a couple of examples of what I'm talking about. So this is this is the first approach and this is something that I've been um, aware of in the, what I'm doing. So if you've been listening to me for a while, you know that my background is tennis and you know that that's how I started my sporting life really was tennis. It was a be all and end all. And yes, being a golf coach these days, but I still... I still have that passion for tennis. It's still part of my DNA. Always has been, always will be. But I feel that with golf as well. Golf is, you know, part of me. It's deep into my DNA. I, I love it. So what's been happening is I've been playing more tennis. I've been practicing more, especially during lockdown. I got a ball machine. You know, I bought a ball machine last year, new tennis rackets, and I get on the courts really early in the morning. And there's this young guy, teenager, he's 14, and he's there every morning with his coach, and they're working on his game. And I listen a lot to what they talk about or what his coach says to him um, and how he speaks to this, this teenage boy. And because when you're coaching someone, it's really important that you're giving the information that will benefit them, right? So when if I was to coach you in your golf, or you come and have lessons with me, you know that the, the focus is to make sure that you walk away knowing what you need to do, what you need to work on so that you can keep working on that improvement. So what I hear a lot from this court is there's a lot of yelling, you know, how this teenager, how he's doing everything wrong. Everything that he does, it's, it's wrong. And it's whether it's a technical thing or a, a mental thing, it's all wrong. So when the this teenager loses it on the court, you know, and he's having a hit with someone and he starts to get frustrated and he loses it. His coach just yells at him and he always yells at him as what he's doing wrong, but he's not really spending the time on how to get it right. And it's not only how to get it right from the technical aspect, it's also from the mental side as well. And when you don't know how to get it right, and all you do is keep getting it wrong, you'll just keep making the same errors. It's that saying, you know, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. And he's not working with him mentally on how to handle situations better to get the results that he's after. So this is what I listen to a lot. It's quite um, distressing for me to listen to that, but I'm not going to get involved at this stage. But the point is I'm going to share the next thing on the second approach. Here's another example. So comparing training attitudes. So I'm going to give you two, two scenarios, the 19 year old TIFF in practice and com competition and the 50 year old TIFF in practice and competition. So interesting, wh whether it was, whether it be tennis or golf, it's the attitude. 
right? Or whatever sport you, you play as well. It's the attitude, it's the approach that you take. So this was the approach that the 19 year old Tiff had. So tennis, tennis was all that I was focused on. I didn't play golf then, um, but my attitude was, you know, I wanted to play tennis. I wanted to go overseas, want to be the number one player in the world. Uh, I trained really hard, but whether it be training or competition, it was all, this was all the things that were going on in the head. Everything that I did was never good enough. You'll never make it. These are the things that I kept saying to myself. You'll never be good enough. You'll never make it. You're not strong enough. See, you stuffed it up again. You're having yourself on. Why are you bothering? See, everyone's watching, thinks you're hopeless. See, they're laughing at you. How embarrassing. You can't even hit the ball into the court. What a joke you are. Constant put downs, right? Constant put downs all the time. And the reasons around that and why I spoke to myself that way was because I dreaded training and competition simply because I was terrified of losing. I was terrified of playing bad. I was terrified of being an embarrassment. I didn't know how to focus. You know, my mum would say I'd go off walkabout, you know, have flashes of brilliance, but then, you know, my mind would disappear. Wasn't that the fact that I would, you know, disappear. I just didn't know how to focus. And these were all the things that I kept saying to myself, the repetition of, you know, you're not good enough. You're never going to make it. Now the 50 year old Tiff. Now this has come from lots of work mentally though, right? So there's a big difference that you'll hear here. So can't wait to get up in the morning to practice, whether it be golf or tennis, excited about the day or even just training. Love it have plans on what to focus on, understand the weak areas and work out ways to improve. Always understand that it's a work in progress. Now the, the, the thoughts that go on when I'm out practicing, just feel the technique tiff. Identify what's working, what doesn't. Just keep, keep the feel, keep, keep, keep refining it. If you make an error, it's okay, we'll improve that. What, we'll look at what's not working as well. How do we fix it? Try again, go again. Okay, let's keep going. Go again, good try. Just do the best you can do in the moment. So what's the difference you can hear in that from the 19-year-old Tiff versus the 50-year-old Tiff? It's attitude. It's the mental approach. Now, if your mental approach is poor, it's negative, you're down on yourself or someone else is even down on you because it can come from someone else as well, those negative messages. If you hear it often enough, you're going to believe it. And what happens when you believe those negative messages? This is the process that happens. You train or practice poorly, you compete poorly. Your outlook on how you perform and compete in your golf is negative, it's poor. You expect to do bad, you expect to play bad. And then when you do, you say, see, I told you, told you, told you bad, told you you shouldn't have come today. You think about the approach of your day, right? Think about how you approach your day if you're approaching it negatively. You worry about the things that are going to go wrong or that could go wrong. But what would happen if you your approach was different? What would happen if your approach was positive? What happens if you're giving yourself positive messages? You'd focus on what you could control, wouldn't you? You'd just, okay, let's just do the best best you can today. 
let's focus on this today let's see how I can improve whatever that area is let's have a plan on how to focus let's have a plan on how to handle the nerves let's have a plan on how to handle disappointments oh what about the plan on how to play you know play better out on the course what should I track should I be tracking things that work well how do I track things that are not working well what else do I need to improve what 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 research do I need to do who can I talk to improve it to improve it should I get extra coaching in that area look for feedback areas to maintain areas to improve areas in which to get stronger right you you're if you're approaching it that way you expect to do better you expect to get it right and of course you do but how important is the mental side of golf really how is it it's everything isn't it they talk to you about in sport in general you know it's 90 percent mental mental and only 10 percent technical yes it's technical it's the physical side is a hundred percent but the mental side is 100% too. It's a separate thing, two separate areas. We've got a physical area and we've got a mental area, two separate things. They don't mix into each other. And that's it, it's mental. So it's your belief about everything. It's your belief in how you will do in your golf. It's what's going on in your head that will determine how well you will do in your golf. Now that's the first area out of two areas. The second is physical. Because I said there was two areas to focus on. So the first one was mental. It's huge. Second one's physical. And it's the skills that are involved in in the physical. It's the technique, the strength, the stability, the endurance, the speed, the flexibility, and so on. But here today, and what we're focusing on today, is the mental. It's all about belief. It's belief whether you can. It's belief whether you can't. If you believe you can, you can accomplish what you want. If you believe you can't, you can't accomplish what you want. You might be thinking, Tiff, ah, it's okay for you. You're good at sport. You're good at golf. You know, you're a natural. It's easier for you. And I can guarantee you it's not easy because I still have to do the work. I still have to think right. I still have to be positive. The hardest part, in anything when we're working towards a goal or in just in everyday life it's doing the work easy to talk about it easy to plan it out the hardest part is doing the work because it's up to you and like if you've been watching the olympics over the last few weeks you see when they compete you're seeing them at their best you're seeing it all the hard work that they've put in but you don't see what's happened behind the scenes you don't see them getting up at four o'clock in the morning and doing the hard slog training. You're only seeing that the glory of, of the Olympics itself. And it's whether you want to believe you can or it's whether you want to believe you can't. Okay, I want you to think about that. It's whether you believe you can or whether you believe that you can't. Which one would you choose? So a book written in the 1920s, it's Think and Grow Rich. It was written by Napoleon Hill. And the book is about how you think will determine how rich you become. And it's not the rich in the sense of money or wealth. It's rich in the sense of how much wealth in knowledge you gain to accomplish your dreams. And in our case, your golf dreams. 
Okay, the book is all about belief. It's how you think. And this is what we're going to work on today, your belief. So what we're going to do now is we're going to work on how to develop belief in you, how you are going to believe in you. So I'm going to ask you two simple questions. And then what I want you to do here is I want you to rate yourself for the following. So the first question is, do you believe in you? So you've got to ask yourself the question, do I believe in me? And I want you to give yourself a rating between one and 10, what that rating is. So 10, obviously you believe in yourself hundred percent. One is you don't believe in yourself at all. Okay. We don't want minus anything either, by the way, but somewhere in that, in that uh, rating between one and 10, whether you believe in you. The second question that I want you to then ask yourself is, do you believe that you can accomplish your golf goal, whatever that golf goal is? And I want you to also give it a rating between one and 10. And so that question is, do I believe I can accomplish my golf goal? And then you rate yourself between one and 10. Now, if you're below a 10 for either of those or both of those, then you're going, I want you to answer these two simple questions following that rating. So question one is, why don't I believe in me? And I want you to write out why you don't actually believe in you. So there could, could things could come up such as, I'm not good enough, I'm not sporty, I'm not good at my golf, I've never been good at golf or I've never been good at sport. Other people tell me I'm ridiculous and silly. Why would I want to be, you know, out pursuing a golf goal and I'm, you know, 60 or 70 or 80 years of age or however old you are. Uh, other people think I should be more realistic and so on. So I want you to write out why that's actually why you don't believe in you and anything else that goes with that. And then the second question is, if you've answered less than a 10 for, you know, whether you believe in your accomp uh, accomplishing your golf goal, oh, this question is, is, why don't I believe I can accomplish my golf dream or my golf goal? And I want you to write it out. And here's some things that, you, you know, you could look at as uh, only a small percentage of, of people make it you know, uh, in their golf or only, um, a small percentage of people actually accomplish their golf dream or, uh, no one accomplishes their dream. No one accomplishes their goals that they set. There are so many, uh, out there doing this. It's, it's so tough, right? So, so I want you to be really clear on where that lack of belief actually is in you. Okay. And what's coming up for you. But my question to you then becomes is if you don't believe in you, well, why not? Why not you? Why can't you do it? Others do it. Others accomplish what they want to accomplish in their golf. Why not you? My grandmother used to say to my mum all the time when she was growing up, well, Judith, it's not for the likes of us. And my mum would always say, but why not? Why isn't it for the likes of us? And that's what I'm going to say to you. Why not you? Because I know with my grandmother, she never thought that, you know, that they were good enough for anything. And therefore that was their, then the mentality. And so we want to make sure that that mentality doesn't exist in you. Why not you? Because I want you to say, yeah, Tiff. Yep. Yeah, why not me? I can do this. And 
you know, I listen to a lot of different motivational speakers and all of that kind of thing throughout the time. And I'm, um, you know, at the moment, my flavor of the month is Les Brown. I listened to him years ago. I've started listening to him again. But what I love about what he says is he has actually um, two reasons of why I listen to him and what he says. And the first one is, you have greatness in you. So when I keep hearing that, even for me, yep, that's right. I do have greatness in me. That's how I feel. And the second reason is I listen to him because I love it when he says it's possible. And that's exactly right. It is possible. Anything is possible. So I will say this to you, what you want to accomplish in your golf, it is possible. What you want to accomplish in your golf, it is possible. Okay, I'm saying it again because I want you to get clear on that. And you have greatness in you. You really do. So I want you to be turning around saying to yourself, to me, to anyone else, is it is possible. And yes, I do have greatness in me. But the most important thing here is we have to believe. And so to believe is a learned skill because if you don't naturally believe then you need to learn how to do it like a skill and I know that because I had to learn how to believe as well because the 19 year old Tiff did not believe there was no belief whatsoever everything was negative never good enough never be good enough having yourself on to the 50 year old Tiff who believes 100% that anything is possible. I have greatness in me. It is possible, whatever I want to accomplish. So I don't care, well, I actually, I do care, but I don't care how old you are and I don't care how young you are. But the, what I do care about is what's going on in your mind. And what I care about is you accomplishing your big dreams in your golf. I do care about you believing in you. And the first step, to your greatness is the first step that it is possible and that first step is to believe it is possible and that first step is to believe that you are possible and that first step is to believe that you have greatness in you and that's what we're going to work on right now is so in order for you to believe in you in order for you to accomplish your golf dream and your golf goals in order for you to have that rating of 10 of full belief in you then we have to work on how for you we're going to get you to believe in you so we're going to start with some really simple things we're going to have three things that we're going to work on the first thing that we're going to work on is every day you're going to say these these words best to say it in the morning when you get up best to say it when you also are looking in the mirror best to say it when you're moving around like you know when you're driving the car have it as a mantra there's three things that we're going to say here the first one is I believe in me whether you believe in yourself in uh, at the moment or not doesn't matter I want you to say I believe in me you can even say Tiff believes in me if that makes you feel better but I want you to say, I believe in me. Second thing I want you to say is, I have greatness in me. Tiff believes I have greatness in me. Okay, I have greatness in me. And the third one is, I believe 
my golf dream is possible. I believe my golf goal is possible, however you want to word that. Okay, that's going to be part of your mantra. So that's the first thing that we have to do. The second thing we have to do is we have to listen to motivational speeches or motivational podcasts. What, you know, what's motivational movies, whatever it is, because we need to make sure that you're feeding your mind with positive messages more so than ever now, more so than ever, because all we're hearing is the negativity, you know, of, of COVID. We're hearing the negativity of unfortunate for those unfortunate people that just don't have um are struggling financially there's a lot of negativity around so we need to make sure that we're feeding our mind with positive messages so whether it be speeches podcasts shows movies whatever it is that's going to work for you songs make sure you're listening to that because we need to feed your mind with positive messages the third thing we need to be uh, having place here is awareness and awareness. And what I mean by that is when you notice that you are negative about what you are thinking and that we can be talking about in life, in your golf, your approach in what you're doing, I want you to stop yourself. And when you stop yourself and go, oh, hang on. Oh, I'm being negative again. Oh, there's those negative messages again. I want you to say these three phrases again. I believe in me. I have greatness in me. I believe my golf dream is possible. Okay, I want you to keep saying that. Write it down so that you can remind yourself that you've got to say this. And I want you to also remember that this is a work in progress. Okay, it's not going to automatically go, and it hits you. It's a work in progress and that's okay. Life is a work in progress. We know that. So I believe in you. I believe you have greatness in you. I believe it is possible. Whatever you wanted is is possible. So I'm going to leave you with that. I'm sending you lots of love, giving you lots of love. You have greatness in you. I believe in you and it is possible. I want you to dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams. Take care, talk soon. Before you go, do you want to build confidence, belief, strength and courage in you to go after your big dreams in your life and in your sport? If you do, go to www.tiffany-mika.com and get a copy of my book, Focus, How to Reach Your Potential in Sport, Business and Life. I look forward to seeing you there. Dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams.